So we're going to talk a little about numbers. Numbers are the crux of what's wrong with our entire healthcare system. And yet, when you go to a doctor, typically you're interested in your numbers, and the doctor tells you your numbers. It's all about numbers. You have not become a person in the doctor's eyes. You have become a collection of numbers. And with those numbers, the doctor can then determine your diagnoses and then work to fix the numbers because the numbers might be bad and that means you're sick and you have an illness this all came about again we're going to talk a lot about this bifurcation in thinking that occurred in 1911 um, when william osler had his idea that patients were human beings that we should avoid drugs we should avoid too many tests that we should talk to patients and figure out what's wrong with them versus the more eugenic german philosophy that won the day um, under the aegis of uh, Abraham Flexner, who was kind of a lackey for the American Medical Association and for some doctors at um, Hopkins and for uh, industry, for at that time Rockefeller and Carnegie and eventually Pfizer and Roche and everyone else. But the, the theory of the Flexner idea is that if we could, talking to patients is useless. In fact, it's worse than useless because patients might think they're feeling well, but really they're not. And they'll, they'll lie to you, they're, they're subjective. But if you could dig into their body, like one of the eugenicists of the day, and most of these Flexner people were eugenicists, they believed that you could determine someone's intelligence from testing. But one of them said that a body is as measurable as a piece of steel. And that, that's their basic philosophy. And that's the philosophy that is ingrained into medical students, into doctors, and into our whole society because it fits well with these cognitive biases that we talked about i.e. if some number is wrong and you fix it, then you're okay. I mean, the most glaring example of that is if you have a 95% blockage of one of your arteries and then you open the blockage with a stent, then surely you must be better off, right? You've just fixed a number. And how could that not be the case? Well, it's not the case. Facts um, don't correspond this number fixing um, frenzy that we come into. But again, it makes sense, right? So what we're going to talk about as we go with disease, disease, disease is how our number-based uh, focus has really led us into a, a, a hole where all we want is more drugs and tests and procedures instead of actually doing things that would make us healthy. I'll give you an example. Cholesterol is the perfect example because cholesterol is a number we're obsessed with it. And the normal cholesterol, and this is another problem with numbers, is the people who benefit from you thinking you're sick, from you thinking that you have a cholesterol problem, keep making the normal cholesterol lower and lower and lower. So when, you know, you used to be able to have a cholesterol 200 and feel pretty good about it, now if you're above 110, you think you're sick and you are labeled with a disease. Then we could break down the cholesterol into other numbers, LDL, HDL. Believe it or not, these things have no validation and no meaning, but we have ascribed to them the significance of God himself. So if our LDL cholesterol is high, we think we're going to die. So cholesterol is floating through the bloodstream, right? We eat food. By the way, the cholesterol you eat does not turn into cholesterol in the blood. So just so you know that. But some people make cholesterol more than others in their liver. And some people eat foods that are lousy, um, high fat and all that stuff. But it turns out it doesn't matter. In fact, when we really look at it, Cholesterol is not a risk factor for disease. We can lower your cholesterol, and we do it all the time. 
and we don't lower your chance of getting a disease. We only make the numbers look better, and that makes the doctor really happy. So a famous drug for this, which is prescribed even today at the tune of multi-billion dollars, is called Zetia. Zetia lowers your cholesterol, but does not reduce your chance of heart attack or stroke. So why would you do that? Why do doctors prescribe this to the tune of $5 billion a year? I always tell my patients, if you go to a doctor and they prescribe Zetia, they've done you a favor. You turn around and walk out of there because this doctor is a moron. This doctor is a number fixer. This doctor is not someone who actually cares about helping you in a meaningful way. They just want your numbers to look good. So why isn't cholesterol a meaningful indicator? We're going to go into this when we talk about cholesterol. But it turns out, and this is common sense, it's not the cholesterol floating in your bloodstream that's the problem, and that's what you measure, but the amount of cholesterol that sticks to your blood vessels. So actually, it's not the cholesterol that we worry about, it's the stickiness of your blood. And that's called inflammation. And there are a whole bunch of other things that, that cause inflammation, from smoking, to eating sugar, to being obese, to not exercising. That's what causes inflammation. You can have the highest cholesterol in the world and have no cholesterol sticking to your blood vessels. And you can have super low cholesterol and your, all your blood vessels are riddled with this cholesterol plaque. And the more plaque you have, the more chance you have of having a heart attack. And guess what? Like we talked about, if there's one area of plaque that's 90% blocked, that's your least likely place to get a heart attack because the body's bypassed it. So by opening, by measuring that and fixing that number, you've done nothing also. Lowering cholesterol, you do nothing. You, the, you fit opening up blockages, you do nothing. You're fixing numbers. Statin cholesterol medicines lower inflammation. So actually, they have a purpose beyond cholesterol. Why we measure cholesterol at all is beyond me. Why we want to push it down to low numbers is beyond me. But we are a number-focused society. And again, $100 billion spent doing this. So the, the nice little Flexner um, group that likes you to believe your numbers are important is very happy that you think cholesterol is important and that you always ask for it to be measured and your doctor wants to bring it down and be aggressive and thorough. You know, diabetes, di sugar used to, diabetes isn't a disease. Diabetes is a marker of inflammation. You know, when you have diabetes, we don't care about your sugar. Your sugar is not causing your illness most of the time. It's the inflammation that causes the sugar to go up. So when you give a medicine to lower the sugar that doesn't lower inflammation, you've done no good. We have lots of drugs that fix sugars and don't reduce any of the worrisome outcomes we worry about diabetes but we're so obsessed with the number and in fact we know if we lower the number too much we cause more problems we actually it's almost more dangerous especially in older people to lower the sugar too much than to let it go higher but doctors push 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 especially endocrinologists my god they are obsessed with fixing that number they could care less if they get your sugar down and you faint you're tired and, and you can't think anymore, they'll say, good job, we got your sugar down. Because they don't care about you. They care about the number. Again, that's the Flexner system. Bone density is another great one we'll talk about. You know, you could have a low bone density and have the healthiest bone in the world. And you could have a high bone density and have crappy bone. I always give the, idea, the example of throwing ice at, at the wall versus throwing a rubber ball. Ice has much higher density and it cracks every time. Our rubber ball has really low density and it never does because there are other factors that we can't measure that determine the health of your bone. We only measure density. When it's low, we, we want to fix it. Then we keep measuring until it's right and you break your bones. And we say, I don't know how that happened because it's a useless number. 
So we've created numerical epidemics. We have a diabetes epidemic. The vast majority of the reason why we have a diabetes epidemic is because we changed the definition of diabetes. So we kept lowering what it means to have, be diabetic. And as we did that, more and more people became diabetic. They were no more, no sicker than they were before, but we changed the numbers. We've done that with blood pressure. By lowering the threshold of what means hypertension, we've created millions of new hypertensives, all of whom gladly take their medicines to lower it more. And they go to the doctor and say, not good enough, we gotta give you more medicine. But doctor, I'm dizzy, I'm falling. Yeah, we gotta fix that number. Again, you're, you're irrelevant. I have patients who need tremendously high blood pressure, over 200. They're in their 90s and doing great. If they lower it, they don't do great. So what are we gonna say, that they're, they're not listening? They're in their 90s exercising every day. Everybody's different, and that's what Osler taught us. If we, if we focus on these numbers, we lose the individual nuance between people. You know, we've seen this with COVID. And again, we're not going to talk a lot about COVID, although um, it, is, it, it is everything wrong with the healthcare system on steroids. That's what COVID is. So in COVID, we count cases, right? How many, how many people are positive? And if there's too many people positive, we shut down society. Everybody's wearing masks. You know, schools are closed. Everyone's scared again. But really... First of all, masks don't change that calculus at all. That's actually not an opinion. That's a fact. But the bottom line is the number of cases is irrelevant. You know, are the cases killing people? If so, who are they killing? Is it only people in nursing homes? Because if that's the case, why are we shutting down society? Are kids affected? If not, why are we bothering them? But we don't ask these intelligent questions. We just you know, CNN's got its numbers charting. The CDC and Fauci throw out their numbers. You know, we got more uptick in cases. We better, we better shut down again. You know, God forbid. We, you know, you you don't get to live your life because there's an uptick in numbers. Again, they don't care if kids don't go to school. They don't care if people lose their jobs. They don't care if there's more depression, suicide, um, heart disease. People are drinking more. They don't care about that stuff. I've talked to public health people and say, I say my patients are suffering. They say, well, we, as long as they're not getting COVID. You know, this is the myopic view of number counters, which are many doctors. So this numerical obsession we have is a theme that's going to go through. And it is one of the clearly most detrimental aspects of healthcare, but one that's got a lot of patients hooked because it really fits well into their cognitive biases that if you can measure something and fix it, then certainly you're going to be more healthy. Um, it's not true, though. Osler was right, you know, patients feeling well and they have crappy numbers, they're much better off than a patient who feels terribly with normal numbers. Osler knew that, but today's doctors don't because they're taught that numbers are everything. So that'll be a theme, numerical diagnoses. Um, and the next thing we're going to talk about, which is similar, is, is something we've hinted at, which is called clinical relevance. Again, when you go to a doctor, you got to know these two things because the doctor doesn't. Most people are smarter than the doctor, um, and they will be after listening to this.